Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Ambry Podcast. Today, we're sitting down with Janine Wirth, a licensed psychotherapist, clinical hypnotherapist, and a heart-centered life coach and author. Janine is on a mission to free women from the burden of unresolved trauma with spending years in therapy. As the CEO of Path to Healing Therapy and Coaching and the creator of the groundbreaking Pain to Purpose Academy, Janine applies the same techniques that healed her own traumatic experiences to help hundreds of women from around the globe overcome their painful pasts and create the lives and businesses of their dreams on their own terms. Janine, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited that you are here and you are across the globe from me. Where are you at? <laughs> so at the, I was born in South Africa, but I've been living in Germany for the past 12, almost 13 years. Wow. Wow. And we met through an online Facebook group of uh, find a guest to be a guest and you yes. just willingly decided to be a guest on the Ambry podcast, and I'm very glad that you did. Can you tell people a little bit about what you do? Sure. So I myself ex experienced quite a traumatic childhood and had some traumatic events later on in life, which led me to decide to become a therapist. I'm a licensed psychotherapist. I knew that I wanted to specialize in the area of trauma. So I then decided that there has to be more effective ways than just talk therapy. And that led to me uh, studying clinical hypnotherapy, which is uh, a modality that I love to use with my clients. And because I believe that you need to take care of the past, you know, these negative beliefs, these blocks, these emotions, the, the emotional baggage, all of that before you can start building. I always tell my clients, you can think of your mind as an attic and you want to renovate this into a beautiful office or a gym or whatever. Before you can do that, you first need to get rid of all the junk in there. You know, you can't start painting if you've got junk lying around everywhere so the therapy part is like deciding what are you going to keep what's good what do you want to get rid of and the coaching part is like the renovation part once you've decided okay i'm going to keep this piece of furniture uh, that is still good this is an heirloom then you send in the painters and the crew that makes it pretty that's the coaching part because the coaching is so much more effective when you've dealt with all these issues from the past, when you're not in this war against your own mind every day. Then you find that you're able to implement all these actions that you know you're supposed to be taking, but maybe through self-sabotage, all these negative beliefs, you end up not being able to do that or to take those actions. So I'm one of the, the few people that combines therapy and coaching to get people to the desired goal that they have. And what's the role of hypnotherapy in, in all of this? So with talk therapy, obviously I'm qualified to do that and there is some merit in certain cases, but when we are dealing with traumatic events, we want to see what emotions the subconscious mind has connected to these events. You know, obviously I hear the worst of the worst. I deal with women who have been sexually assaulted, who have maybe experienced domestic violence, grew up in 
homes where addiction was an issue or the parents just weren't being proper parents, you know. And I always tell my clients that broken bones will heal. You know, cuts, bruises, your physical body heals. But the issue is the emotions that our subconscious mind attaches to these traumatic events. That is what creates uh, this trigger for us in the present. You know, say, for instance, if you have this belief or this wound that you're not good enough and you have a really demanding boss who demeans you and makes you feel not good enough, the part of the brain that is actually in charge of trauma and our response to it can't tell time. So when you get triggered in the present by with that feeling of I'm not good enough, your mind goes, oh, I know this. I know this. This reminds me of that time when that teacher told me I'm never going to amount to anything. This reminds me to that point in time where I was bullied at school and never chosen for the team, always chosen last. This reminds me of that time that my mother told me she wishes that I'd never been born. And it goes back to all of those times where you register that same emotion and it's basically pushing on that wound and telling you, you see, this is true. I can provide you with evidence why this is true for you. And when you take care of that and you don't get triggered by that anymore, your mind can relax and focus on, okay, maybe I want to build a six-figure business. Maybe I want to get a promotion. Maybe I want to become a public speaker, whatever that is. Maybe I want to get a successful relationship, have children get married, whatever. When those obstacles are out of the way, everything else becomes easy because you're not dealing with this big bunch of emotional baggage that your mind keeps going back to. And with hypnotherapy, it's easy to get to those emotions because we're dealing with a subconscious mind. You know, when we deal with the logical mind, like we do in talk therapy, I ask you, so how do you feel about that? What do you think he meant with that? And your logical brain will come up with an answer because it needs an answer. Where in hypnotherapy, we're putting that logical part asleep it's not part of that conversation and we're using the subconscious mind which is like this giant vault every single memory and experience you've had in your life is stored there in files and if i say to you take me to that time that place that event that made you feel not good enough i can go back and see oh there she is as a four-year-old being told that, you know, by her mother that she wishes she had, she had never been born. There she is as an eight-year-old being bullied at school. And I can go and look at the emotions that are attached to those traumatic events and help you to work through them in a healthy manner so that your subconscious mind doesn't have this big question mark it knows what happened there. You've worked through it. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, this happened 20 years ago. I should be over it. But because that part of your mind can't tell time, it doesn't care. It's like this account is still, it hasn't been paid yet. You know, it's got this pile of bills that need to be taken care of until it can go to the next part. And that's what people don't realize because Often when we talk about trauma, they think about, you know, soldiers with PTSD, which is true. 
and they think about horrific car accidents, all these things that we refer to as the big T traumas. And they don't realize the effect that these little T traumas, the things that won't get you on the front page of a newspaper, those affect us just as badly as the big ones because your mind can't tell the difference. It just knows I'm shocked, I'm I'm fearful, I you know, I'm scared, I'm bitter, I'm angry, I'm ashamed, whatever that guilty, whatever emotion it's chosen that it attaches to that event, that is what needs to be taken care of. That's all that your mind cares about. And you put it so well, um, and I never thought about it that way. You're, that part of your mind, your subconscious can't tell time. So it can't separate that this was 20 years ago or, uh, you know, I should have already worked through it um, because it, it happened yesterday. It's still very, very fresh. Um, yes. While you're working with someone through those emotions, you're dealing with the emotions that are attached to it at the time that it happened. Yes. How do you navigate that, especially when those emotions um, happened when someone was very, very young before they could even, you know, understand the emotions that were happening? So the reason why this becomes emotional baggage or unresolved trauma is exactly because you weren't able to process it or manage it at that point in time. Your mind wasn't mature enough or logical enough to say what, well, you know, my mother isn't correct in her opinion, you know, or, you know, that person, that teacher doesn't know what she's talking about. So what happens is that our minds can't process that and give a logical explanation. But now, as a 30-year-old, we can look back at that and you can identify those emotions. And I can show you why that isn't true. Mm. You know, I can show you people who didn't even finish school and yet have these successful businesses. So that teacher's opinion of you at eight doesn't really matter. Mm. And you work through... You work yes. through all of that through hypnotherapy so that they yes. can heal the, the past yes. wounds. There's um, a technique that I take them through that takes parts of all different kinds of traditional therapy. But hypnotherapy is the gateway that I use to identify those emotions. Because if I ask you, how did you feel when you were four? you're speculating because you're using your logical brain. It's telling you, well, I should have felt this, this, and that. But when I take you there, you can tell me exactly what it is. And that's why I use it because there's no guesswork involved. We're getting straight to the point because the whole thing for me is that I want my clients to have results without spending years in therapy. I don't believe that someone has to go to therapy for five years to get results. I've had women work with me for six months and have completely changed their lives. They've started businesses, they've changed jobs, they've, you know, either left abusive relationships or gotten into loving relationships because they now know their worth and start making better choices. And that's why I decided to create the Pain to Purpose Academy using these events that have happened to you, these painful life experiences, learning what you need to learn from that and going on to create whatever it is you were meant to do. Mm. When, did you, when did you start the Pain to Purpose Academy? 
it started at the beginning of last year. And in the beginning, I was working with women and, you know, doing, they would come to me and say, okay, I want to work on self-sabotage or I want to stop binge eating or whatever it is that they chose, that they realized this is now an issue of their life, in their life. But I noticed that more and more female entrepreneurs were coming to me and saying, you know what, I know that I'm supposed to be visible in my business. I know that I need to, you know, take part in events or go on to podcasts or whatever that is that we all know what we're supposed to be doing. Yet when it got to the point of pulling the trigger, they couldn't do it. Mm. And they're like, why can't I do this? I've studied, I know how business works or I'm successful in every other part of my life, but I can't control my binge eating or I know what I want to create for myself and my family, but I'm the biggest procrastinator you've ever seen. And all of those behaviors are there. They are actually the symptom of what's going on in the subconscious mind. There's a reason that that is happening to you. It's because your mind is trying to make you aware that uh, you first need to take care of this so that we can do that. You know, because there's some belief that's holding them back, making them think that they don't deserve success or they're not good enough to become a coach or whatever it is that they want to be. So taking care of those beliefs helps them to actually realize what happiness and success means to them. And that's where I decided, okay, let's do the six-month program where we're going to work on three main topics and you can choose it. The whole experience is tailor-made to your needs. It's not that I say, right, we're working on self-sabotage, not good enough, and your money mindset. You tell me, these are the issues that I'm having in my life. I narrow it down to the three most important ones, and we then combine therapy with coaching. So as we're getting rid of those negative beliefs and those obstacles, I'm also giving you the actions. Mm. Because I always say to my clients, you know, when you work with me, it's not a spectator sport. You've got to get down and dirty because there are things that you're going to have to do. But when you get into that process and you realize how easy it can be, it becomes a lot of fun. You know, then people enjoy getting up at six o'clock in the morning to meditate or to journal or, you know, to work out where before they would hit that snooze button 50 times because they were just in that phase of self-sabotage. Mm. That makes sense. And so when they go through Pain to Purpose Academy, it's not a group setting. You're working with them one-on-one individually. Yes. So there are two options. If they want to be in a group, then I make sure that they are with people who are basically on the same journey. So they would all be beginners in starting a business or they would all be people who have gotten divorced and now want to deal with all of that before they start their next relationship. But I, my personal preference is one-on-one work because they're we can really go into it and they get my attention and spend time with me every single week for 24 weeks. Wow. It's a 24 week experience journey. 
Yes. So when someone is meeting up with you on a weekly basis, you have accountability. You can talk about anything that's coming up. We're working through the blocks and the issues. We're doing hypnotherapy. We're doing EFT. We're doing all of these things. And then there are the action steps where I'm saying, right, this week, I want you to create this, you know, and I then break that down for them and say, this is what it looks like, step one, step two, step three. Because a lot of times coaches will say, okay, well, you need to create a freebie or an opt-in. Mm. And then they're like, okay, what is that? And actually showing them what does that look like? What are the tools that you need? And taking them by the hand through that process so that the results are there. You know, I don't want them spending hours researching and trying to find an answer. I'm showing them the way. That's like somebody walking next to you with a torch and saying, don't go that way. This is the shortcut. And that helps my clients to get into that process of, first of all, discovering what they actually want in life, deciding how are they going to implement it, because the whole thing is it's on your terms. You know, if you only want to work 10 hours a week, that's your choice. We can make that happen. You know, if you decide that you want to go on holiday three months a year, fabulous. That is up to you. And showing them that they actually get to create the reality that they want for themselves. That's for some to even think about that is so far away it's such a it's just a foreign concept that they could design that life for them and I'm curious if you don't mind sharing um mm-hmm. this this career that you've gone into the the psychotherapy and the hypnotherapist and the coaching what what in your life because you said that you yourself have gone through traumatic experiences that that drove you to this type of career and this passion for helping? Sure. So as I mentioned, I had a traumatic childhood myself. You know, I grew up in a home with a traumatized mother who didn't get help for the experiences that she had. There was domestic violence, a lot of moving. I mean, I attended, I think, eight or nine schools in my 12 years of schooling. There was a lot of upheaval and chaos and So what I learned in my childhood is that I can only rely on myself. You know, if anyone's going to stand up for me, it's going to be me kind of thing. And then on the actual day that I got my driver's license uh, that night, I went out with a friend to celebrate the fact that, yay, I've got my driver's license and, you know, I'd already bought myself a car. And that night we were hijacked, kidnapped, and I also survived an attempted rape at gunpoint. So when that guy grabbed me, because they took us to a a very overgrown, bushy area at the beach, when he grabbed me and pulled me up that dune and put a gun to my head and said, take off your clothes, you know, a lot of people, when they get into these situations, they talk about the fight, flight, or freeze reaction. And you don't know what that is until you get into that situation. And my happens to be fight. You know, in that moment, as an 18-year-old, 
I wasn't married. I didn't have any children. I didn't have anyone relying on me. I looked him straight in the eye and I said, you're going to have to shoot me first. And you could see, you know, from his face, he was completely shocked. He didn't know how to react because that's not how it's supposed to go. I'm supposed to cry, plead, do whatever he says, you know, and I just completely ignored him. And I was shouting down to his accomplice. And I said to him, you've already taken all of our valuables, our money, take my car and just leave, you know, and they were then discussing amongst themselves and decided, yeah, okay, they're going to do that. And about a week after that, because my friend that was with me, um, his brother-in-law worked for the police. So the police had a huge shootout. I got my car back. It was a bit damaged, but I got it back. And about a week after that, and this was before social media, Facebook and all of that, I was sitting in my car waiting and a friend who didn't know what had happened to me actually creeped up onto my car and as a joke, slapped his hand down on my driver window. And in that moment, it was as if I jumped out of my skin. You know, I was getting heart palpitations. It felt like I couldn't breathe. I had this rush of adrenaline, all this fear. I thought to myself, okay, this is not how I want to live my life. I'm 18 years old. I, my life, you know, as an adult is only starting now. So I actually went to go and see a therapist myself. And in our first consultation, because, you know, obviously they take your family history and find out what happened to you, why you're there. When I told my story, he said to me, Janine, I believe the resilience that you got from your childhood ended up saving your life. Mm. Had you just gone along with that, I don't know if we would be here having this conversation right now. Who knows how that would have ended. And was that the first time you had looked at the trauma that you experienced as a childhood as a possible source of, of strength, of, of some sort of leverage? Yes, that first of all, I was very shocked by that statement because up until that moment, I had felt no gratitude for my experiences. You know, as a child, obviously, it's normal that you compare what is true for you to what is true for your friends. And I noticed that my family was not like other families. And as a child with no understanding or no vision of how that could play out in your life or how that could serve a purpose, you just think it's really unfair. Like, what did I do to deserve this kind of thing? So that was the first moment where I realized, okay, maybe there was some purpose to these experiences. And that got me interested in trauma, PTSD, complex PTSD, learning how trauma actually affects every part of your your life because I believe it affects the way you parent. I know that from personal experience. And spoiler alert, it's not very good. You know, the parenting quality is very low. So it affects the way you show up in relationships, the kind of people that you are drawn to, what you believe you deserve. It shows up in how you show up in your career, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're employed. It shows up in the opportunities that you're willing to take because you believe that you're actually good enough for that. Mm -hmm. So knowing all of that, I decided 
okay, how can I actually use this for good? Because before I became a therapist, I had a corporate career. And it was only after I studied psychology that I actually made the connection because I worked in sales for over a decade. And what do you know about salespeople? You are literally dependent on yourself. If you don't perform, you don't get a good paycheck. So it was interesting for me to make that connection. Oh, again, I'm literally depending on myself. So when I had the opportunity to actually change direction, I knew immediately that I wanted to be a trauma specialist and I wanted to work with women and I wanted them to know that regardless of what happened to them in their life, we can scratch that off their slate and they can start with a completely clean slate because I want them to get to the point where it's just a fact like grass is green the sky is blue yes that happened to me so what you know where there's no emotional attachment to that anymore where it's not making decisions from that place of oh my god this happened to me now I'm a victim because I don't believe in that I believe that everyone that's gone through that sort of experience is the survivor and there can be purpose from that whether that purpose is for you to be the parent that you know you never had and that you actually deserved whether it's to create a lifestyle for your family that you weren't able to experience whether it's to help other people go through that journey whatever it is I do believe that you can get something positive out of it what would you say for those that might be listening thinking it's too late it's too late to heal it's never too late that never comes into my consciousness because I just don't believe it some of my clients are 50 or 60 and I my personal belief is that you meet your healer or your therapist or your coach when you're ready for that person and if that happens to be at 50 and you happen to have needed to go through an awful marriage and a painful divorce to get to that point so be it there is always hope and until you know until your very last breath you can change your life it all starts with that one simple single decision of i deserve better that's beautifully said and for those that are listening and listening to you and are thinking feeling that they have met their therapist this is the person i need to talk to and work with how can they find you Sure. So my website is janineworth.com, worth W-I, not O. It sounds the same, but the spelling's with an I. I have a business page on Facebook. I also have a free support group for women on Facebook that's called Heal and Transform Your Life. And I work really hard to create that safe, non-judgmental space where women who are interested in self-development and becoming the next best version of themselves can go and meet with other like-minded women to go and share their experiences. I do a lot of free training in there and just teaching them basics that they probably didn't learn because they weren't in the correct environment. Things like enforcing healthy boundaries, self-care, 
you know, all of these things that a lot of people take for granted. But when you don't have that in your life, the quality of life is impacted quite dramatically, you know. Mm, that's true. That That is true. I like to ask my guests um, if you could leave the audience with a piece of advice or words of wisdom, what would that be? I want every single person who has had some sort of painful experience to realize that it's possible to make that just one page of your story. And you can create every single page after that, every single chapter after that, you can actually consciously create. Just because you started out at a disadvantage on a position that wasn't that great, that doesn't mean that has to define you or become your life story. That's just the beginning of the story. And I'm going to help you rewrite the end so that there is a happy end, that you do come out on top. And I want everybody to know that because very often women especially feel that they have to do everything and be everything and consistently put themselves last. But what if I show you another way? That is very powerful. This whole interview has been very powerful. Thank you. I, I just want to express my gratitude for you sitting down and, and talking and sharing and being very open. Um, this there's no other word to describe it. I'm at a loss. It, it's a very powerful, a powerful moment and place to be with you. So I, I'm so grateful. Thank you. And I'm so grateful that you have created this container and opportunity for people like me to tell their story and to show people that, you know what, there are other options. Thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. I absolutely value it. I, I, I can't wait to share it with the rest of the world. Thank you. Thank you to all the sponsors of the Embry podcast. Without you guys, we couldn't keep bringing you shows week after week. Special shout out to our co-producers, Jay Beam and T Martin. You ladies are amazing and your support means the world to me. If you'd like to be a live audience member, you can find us at www.patreon.com forward slash Anbry. You'll get to see and hear all of the interviews before they hit the airwaves, get access to Q&A and bonus content from and with our guests. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.